Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Hey, person, welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 284. I'm going to be performing live in some upcoming cities. Uh, the first two weeks of December, I will be in Nashville and Chicago, respectively, both at Zanies. So if you go to nerdist.com slash calendar, you should be able to get uh, tickets to that. Please come. It'd be nice. I'll see you. I'll work out some new material. And uh, it's not, it's not going to be shitty new material. Don't worry. Don't be like, why would I pay to see a work in progress, Chris Hardwick? I wouldn't move into a house without walls. No, that's a weird comparison, I would retort. Uh, but it'll be a fun show, and then we'll we'll get to say hi afterwards. So uh, come come to those. This episode of Nervous Podcast is brought to you by Carbonite Online Backup. Say, are you a seldom, sometime, or when I get around to it, backer upper? Uh, you probably think all you need is an external hard drive. Well, that's that's kind of wrong because hardware fails. Hardware really fails a lot. And that's the thing about it is that eventually all hardware will fail. So to be really protected, you need online, offsite, in the cloud backup from Carbonite. You're probably like, well, Chris, the the cloud that they're putting their files into that probably is hardware based too. Yes, but. They uh, have spent shit tons of money to make sure it's all backed up 50 million different ways uh, and you just have one hard drive. So your information will be safe and whenever disaster strikes, all you need is a computer and you can get your all of your information back for just this as simple as $59 a year. Uh, it's Carbonite.com, free trial today. Using the offer code NERDIST, you're going to get two bonus months with your purchase. Carbonite.com, thank you for being a sponsor of the Nerdist Podcast. And now, this episode, me and the sister wives getting together to catch up on our own little verbal quilting bee we call the Hostful Podcast. This was, ah, I miss hanging out with these guys. I mean, really, we're all, we've all been so respectively busy that this is when we get to hang out, is when we do the Hostful. So it really is, really is just a gab fest. So, uh, enjoy Hostful Goodness, episode number 284 on the Nerdist Podcast. You're nice! Now entering Nerdist.com From the cans, he hates these cans. There's cans in there too. Did you get the? Uh, did you get that Steve Martin uh, DVD collection? No, not the TV yet. TV stuff. Not yet. It's good. 
Is that what it's called? Steve Martin, the TV stuff? Yeah. I kind of wanted more of his daytime stuff. Like, you know, because he was just on all those daytime talk shows. Right. Doing bits and like that stuff he, you loved so as a child. Well, no, I just want, I've always, <laughs> whenever like, he, he popped up on anything. Because he talked about it so, he talked yeah, about yeah, it so yeah. much in the book. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's just, it's a, basically, it's his own little kind of greatest hits, his own personal choices. And I thought it was going to be more of a compendium. It would have been great if he had come on to promote it. But we're going to get someone else that's going to be so awesome <laughs> that I might cry. Oh, it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, uh, Jonah, I'm here. It's, I'm here most of the time. Don't worry about it. That's why I'm going to cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Where's your shiny suit, Chris? <laughs> I like that suit. Uh, we talked about it in length. I, I had that, that suit right. made. Uh, I had that suit made. What? Did you keep it? Or did I still have it. I mean, it's like a wedding dress. Like, what am I going to do with that suit? Exactly. That's uh, sort of my question. Were you yeah. nice to the tailor? Did he give you the double stitch? I don't... <laughs> I, uh... I had the sign, the shiny suit made because the show was right, called man. Mandroid, yeah, and so I wanted sense. the suit to sort of be relatively themed. And um, Chris, I listen to comedy, Bang Bang. I but a lot, of, <laughs> but a lot of people were like, uh, you know, most of the people really like the suit, and then a, and then a portion of the people said, "Lose it." Um, and uh, and there you go. <laughs> then did you reply to them? Yeah. You're right. Let's reshoot. I just said that to someone today. <laughs> they're like, they're like, you lose the suit, and I was like, okay, we'll go back and read it at the special. That's funny. Yeah, some guy uh, uh, sent in um, uh, like an email to Jonah Radio saying like, lose the fucking sound drops in the soundboard. It's irritating. Oh, that's fun. And then I was like, I, I responded I, on the podcast. I responded with. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's figured this out, but this is not for any of you. This is, <laughs> this is for me kneeling cash. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. That's the that's the beauty of uh, Phoebe too. Just sort of like uh, we have. There's another Phoebe now. Other, there's plenty of Phoebe two. Ten. Phoebe ten. I mean, we're we're on track now. We weren't on track for a while because Scott's doing a big animated computer movie. It's Feeb 10 where the two of you can take the form of a bunch of different uh, types of uh, monsters. I don't know yet. I'm trying to get that ref. Ben, ben 10. What? Ben 10. Ben 10. Yeah. The cartoon. Mm -hmm. the, the actor. <laughs> the actor. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. The, yeah. So the special's done and I'm out of jokes. All right. So but, Tim, this is, this is the time. And with the special... But also, the I mean, death it's not, of a joke. All, all those jokes are pretty much from the last six years, right? Um, nothing's older than like, nothing's older than that, right? Here's a fun thing: if you're in Chicago in December, go to Zany's and see Chris struggle on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you're a weird publicist. <laughs> I don't struggle that hard on stage because I, when I don't have material, I just go into the audience. And I actually do that pretty well, so I'm not that worried about it. It's just going to be more. It's going. You'll see as the hour builds, you'll see. You'll see a lot of audience play in the beginning, yeah, and then and then less and less. Why don't you name your second hour audience play? Audience play, yeah. full on audience play. It was fun though. I I really have to say I was. I have no complaints about the special. I'm. I was fun to do it. It was. It, I loved doing it. It. I thought the response was surprisingly positive. It was a good special. I was. I was, I was expecting a bunch of. I really only got a handful of. Dickhead hate tweets, and other than that, it was sad that we're in that day and age where we're surprised when people like things. <laughs> well, yeah. I am, but I'm also emotionally gun shy. Like I just assume that everyone's gonna hate everything. Of course, like we just um, That's how I live life. Start <laughs> at the bottom, work your way to the top. Mm. Furman and I just made the uh, the Gersberms love song, mm. which hurt and firm. Hurt and firm, Forgot which which of course were you know I've I've seen a handful like most people very cool about it, but then a handful of people were like, wait a um. 
it's really original to jump onto this meme. You know, this is so like several months ago. It's like I I know the meme is like several months old, but do you have any idea how long it takes to coordinate the schedules of those people and get a Muppet? Like everything. You got to fly about, him yeah. in from Sweden. You had to fly him all the way from Sweden. Yeah, and it was but this it, it schedule took, with the new restaurant opening oh, up. Oh my yeah. word! You know, we took, but basically, I, th- I, I thought of the idea over the summer, and we're like, "Oh, this would be really funny." If, You've been talking about it for a while. It'd be funny if Swedish Chef and Ger- and, Ber- and Irma Gerd girl were in a video together. <laughs> And, uh, and it just took months to get it made. So it was actually the idea was way fresher before the video got made. But it's just it's just funny. Like, no one will give you credit for like, oh, yeah, well, of course, it's easy to get a Muppet and Haley Williams and R.L. Stein on one video. Yeah. That, the tag, and that Furman. The tag is slippery. slippery. Slip, that's Slippery Furman. He's an eel, that one. Can we text him that? Just tell him this is new. The next album. Slippery slippery Furman. We would never give him. But uh, but, uh, ultimately, though, it's, uh, it's actually... It's actually uh, the response has been better than I thought. Good. Yeah, how many good. Uh, how many dislikes are on YouTube? Not as I mean YouTube as a whole. <laughs> or, <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show, Paul Bonanno, was the uh, director of the video. Yes, he was. Uh, was he? I mean, he's a friend of ours personally. Yeah. But friend we're the, of the show. show. I love is saying friend of the show. show. <laughs> actually, he's. I not said that on the first episode. Of I don't Good know if the show has any, has any friends. We the, do. The, the show itself? Yeah, I think friend of the show. Mike Berbiglia, we could say. Yes. Mike, okay, Mike yeah, yeah. Berbiglia is oh, a friend of the show. To, uh, Tom Irvine. Lennon. I went down to Irvine and saw Mike Berbiglia's new show, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. I bet it's amazing. It was great. Of course it is. It was great. He was very nice to give D&I some passes uh, and then treated us to In-N-Out afterwards. Oh. Yeah. I mean, hmm. the first part was kind of nice, and the second That's part... That's what Berbiglia is all about. Yeah. What I should have got was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what I ended up getting was a double double. Story of my life. Right. Someone, uh, I guess, I never, I never actually heard them, but I guess an ad for the Mandroid special ran on Marin's show. Oh yeah, because uh, Comedy Central has they do. Um, like yeah, but the they year. told me they were going to run on Marin. I'm like, is he aware of this? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and I go, and you told him it's me. And they're like, yeah. And I just, all I could imagine was, yeah, Hardwick's got a special on. I mean, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, I don't care. Do whatever the fuck <laughs> oh, you want to do. Does he live read it? I don't well, know yeah, if he, he does. Like, he, oh. Yeah, he live reads all his... Uh... That's fantastic. I have to hear that. I mean, if that's yeah. what you're into, that's fine. You know, I hear it's going to air on Comedy Central on November 10th, but I don't know. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Stamps.com. Guys, have you seen the greatest review ever written for any restaurant? It in is the really good. Of oh, it's the Guy Fieri New York Times. New York one? Times. Yeah. Do yourself a favor, listeners. Do a fair favor. Do your fur for fur for. If you haven't read it, just please, please yeah, read yeah. it. I, I, you have to. One of the it. choice lines in it is uh, the uh, the staff are well meaning and seem to understand that this is not a real restaurant. <laughs> well, it just. When I heard the name, like, you know, like they reviewed the quote-unquote donkey sauce. It's oh, like, God. does everything have to sound, does the menu have to sound like date rape? Well, what's funny is on top of that, like, his donkey sauce is actually, like, well-regarded. It's like Don't supposed to be, say it supposed sincerely! To be as far as all the Actually, donkey, can we just talk about the donkey sauce for a The second? donkey sauce is supposed to be really good. <laughs> well-regarded. Well, re- there's nothing in a Guy Fieri restaurant that, would, je- that would deserve the term regarded. Garlic. You could say people like it, but well regarded is such it's an well academic term. In no, circles. that's an academic saucer. Sauce, sauce circles. Saucers. <laughs> I just uh, just lap know, it up out of a saucer. I, I, I 
kind of, I mean, in a way, I feel a little bad for it. Do, do you think he deserves so it? It's so scathing. It's so scathing. I mean, we were making fun of it when we saw it when we were in New York because it was like almost right across But the don't street. you feel like, particularly the New York Times, that loaded it, it's, up with some donkey sauce? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hanging out with my friends. Chicken, chicken, Alfredo. Table for 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The review is amazing. It's so, yeah. so good. Like, when I saw that yesterday, it, it just brought the most joy I've ever had in my life. 19 buffalo wings that all came from the same chicken, <laughs> genetically modified. I, uh, I Instagrammed Matt again. Yeah, the same uh, picture. The same, the and same I wrote, picture. I wrote on the Instagram comment, I wrote still question mark exclamation point exclamation point question mark. I can't stop. I can't stop. Well, that's you know, it's funny because we're we're taping the Comedy Central pilot tomorrow night. My Comedy Central pilot, which we're just calling Hardwired. Oh, we're until, not taping mine yet. Not yet. Okay. And uh, and so one of the things we wanted to do was to either create a subreddit or go to a subreddit that never gets any traffic. And try to have people fill it with stuff and then just see what they fill it with. Was it Hamfist or something? Hamslide. Hamslide. And we got some really, we got some, there were some really great ones like, you know, people pushing pigs down a slide and another guy yeah. getting a pig to go up and down a slide. Someone Aww. else did John Ham coming down a slide. Like it was, it's all, it, was, it, it looks, it's Reddit. It's, it was exactly what we wanted. But I'd always wanted to have a subreddit called Gone Mild and there is a Gone Mild subreddit. It's just it's it's a for serious one where it's like girls in bathing suits who aren't naked. I got you. So, oh, it's mild. so it's just soft. But I really wild. wanted so it's I, SFW. I, exactly. It's totally SFW. SF but dubs. I always I wanted I wanted the gone mild to just be like pictures of grandmas playing bridge. Like something really and when I thought about your diptych picture of Myra, I just thought that is a gone mild <laughs> picture right there. Just like texting, hanging out. Uh, did Guy Fieri's restaurant go mild? Oh my God! Was it a well, fair review? Sauce. You had the option of going wild with the sauce. <laughs> have you, have you, with the, the doggy sauce? sauce? Yeah. Christopher, have you have the you level read of Rohypnol is in the doggy sauce? <laughs> is it like, is it like kicked in the ovaries, or is it, uh, uh, is it uh, cat on a hot tin roofie? <laughs> have you uh, cat on a hot tin roofie, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jonah Ray? <laughs> Check out his album on AST Records. Oh Mr. man, you have been hosting below. a lot lately, huh? Is you? it? <laughs> Is it herbivore or Velociraptor? It's probably the Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Didn't even think you needed the fucking uh, <laughs> first part. Yeah. Check out our bleach brawn fries. That's a yeah. thing that they would. I'm have curious. Is 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 the review? Do you feel like? Um, I love it. Is it is it more that a writer just wants to show how clever he is by yes. by yes, ra- rather it than so. It is so unnecessary, but, but also the the, but the every service point that he was makes, bad. Yeah, every su- point yeah. that he makes midway through the uh, twice through the article, he says because uh, it's it's all done in questions. Why don't you just read a little bit? I, of okay, it. here we go. Guy Fieri <laughs> gave him what he wanted. Have you ever eaten at your New York rest <laughs> at your new <laughs> restaurant in Times Square? Have you pulled up one of the five hundred seats at Guy's American Kitchen and Bar and ordered a meal? Did you eat the food? Did it live up to your expectations? Did panic grip your soul when you stared into its whirling hypno-wheel of a menu? Were adjectives and nouns spun in a crazy vortex? When you saw the burger that was described as Guy's Pat LaFrieda Custom Blend All-Natural Creekstone Farm Black Angus Beef Patty LTOP Lettuce, Tomato, Onion, Pickle, SMC Super Melty Cheese and a slathering of docky sauce on garlic buttered brioche, did your mind touch the void for a minute? That is a very philosophical Amazing. question to be asking yeah. Frosty Tips Guy Fieri. Did you notice that the menu was an unreliable predictor of what actually came to the table? 
Were the bourbon butter crunch chips missing from your Almond Joy cocktail, too? Oh, my God. Was your deep-fried boulder of ice cream actually the size of a standard scoop? Here's the thing with that one. What exactly? Hold on. Here's the thing. What's like, I know they say a boulder of ice cream. But, like, if the ice cream was, like, a bunch of ice cream, he would probably be upset about, this is more ice cream than anyone could eat. How dare you? Now, is no, it, I, I think what it, kind of boulder? Like a Sisyphean boulder? I don't understand words. Okay. What does that mean? Sisyphus. He responded, you know. I have not read the response, and I very much look forward to it. I'm drawn into a New York Times ad right now. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, 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 is I, it I, for Guy's American Donkey Punch Kitchen? That would be the, the worst idea. <laughs> Fuck you. Where is it? I've decided I want to start calling my fans Jonah Rapists. <laughs> Please. Okay, yeah, no, you should. I will buy that t-shirt. Please don't. What's up, Jonah Rapists? How you doing tonight? Are that's, you getting legitimate? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's going to take away from my rape. <laughs> my Matt, rape. my rape. Oh. You can't take away my rape. No, not mine. Matt, my rape. <laughs> that's my, it's my rape. Oh. There's a lot of rapes like it, but this rape is mine. <laughs> Stop it, I please. know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's not funny. Yeah. It's already been cut. I'm just not doing anything about it. Letting the rest of it ooze out. You know who who uses words like ooze out? Pussy talking Jonah. Yeah, he does all the time. (laughs) Is pussy talking Jonah in there? Could we speak with him? Whatever. (laughs) Jonah, fight! You've got to fight it! There's still a piece of you left in there! Guys, I can't get laid! Because you're a (laughs) fucker. <laughs> Pussy talking Jonah. Jonah PTJ. Shit. <laughs> oh my god! By the way, I went to the uh, Deantward thing mm-hmm. last night at Met Nerd Melt. Yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome. Was it fun? It was did fun. Did they do any songs or did they? They just didn't show play videos? any song lines. They they basically now look. I I, I you know I, I was familiar with them. Chloe's a huge. She really likes them a lot. And I've seen their video. I've seen a couple of their videos online before, and I was like, okay, okay. But when it's them. Telling the story was basically like an episode of storytellers with videos. So they would tell the story of the video, where they were at, sort of what they went through. I mean, they pretty much did everything themselves. Yeah. Um, and to see the video projected full with like an insane sound, si- like they brought, you know, like there was a beefed up sound system. Oh, cool. And um, not a clown posse. It was not, and it was uh, it was really fantastic, and they were re- and. They were really nice. Yeah. I mean, they're like, I, I researched some of their stuff they did before the DeAntward yeah. um, project, yeah. which is the thing they're doing now. But they've done different types of performance art before that, like uh, that were were nothing like what DeAntward Like Max was. Normal, I think, was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they were, it was, uh, it was, it was great. And I, I think you just have to see. You have to see it on a bigger screen to really appreciate. You know, it's like you're looking at a YouTube video. And you're like, okay, yeah. when you see it on a big screen and you see it with a bunch of people and you hear the music, you go, oh my god, this is actually yeah, pretty technically cool. And then and then the videos that they essentially made themselves. And he would tell the stories about, yeah, we'd have a gig and then this one shot. You know, I would I went in and basically painted the entire room myself and then painted all the graffiti on the wall and then we shot all night and then I had to go to another thing and then the video didn't get finished because the editor just got busy so it sat there for six months oh, and then we had to. You know, figure out a way to get it back, and then they sign with Interscope, and then that didn't go well. And oh, I need your protection. It, I need your protection. Does it ever go well with Interscope? No, but it was really interesting. It was an interesting. No, these don't count because I'm looking something up for the show. I'm not uh, paying you five dollars. What are you looking up for the show? The fi- I want the review. I want the rest of that review. There are oh, lines you, you... in there that 
are the greatest written things I've ever seen in my life. See, the, their model's working. You have to pay to get it. Um, the uh, the Dr. Pepper shirt ended up on Reddit. Um, <laughs> Which one? The, uh, the picture Jason, of Jason me Wallner? and Jason Wallner. Just yeah. a, a picture of us on it. And, uh, you know, uh, like, there was a bunch of people going, oh, here's mine. I'm doing this one. They won't let me use Holocaust. Like a, they a won't of, let me use yeah. Holocaust. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of dissection. So just in case people don't remember, the Dr. Pepper shirt um, promotion where yes, you could go remember. on and enter your own shirt, your own thing. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a dot, dot, dot. Your friend Jason Walliner had one that said, I'm a Holocaust, Holocaust denier. denier. And they got printed and sent to him. Yeah, I had one that said, I'm a Mr. Pib drinker, Yeah, uh, which is cute. It's cute. <laughs> But it's not Holocaust in there. <laughs> and then Kiki did one, which was, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a type, type 2 diabetic, diabetic thanks, thanks to, to Dr. Pepper. Um, but like, yeah, it was on, it went on Reddit. And then someone's like, don't you see? This is exactly what they do. You don't think they knew this was going to happen? Yeah, I bet you're all buying Dr. Pepper right now. Like, just like a guy. And then someone, of course, other than, like, after that, finally, someone really had to break it down. Like, Jesus uh, Christ. I was like the guy that has as much to say, if not more, uh, but was just waiting for someone else to. Well, it was uh, at the Deantwort show last night. Ninja, bro- the I don't know his real name. Ninja. Ninja. He br- uh, printed out this guy commented on one of their videos. And it was like, you know, because YouTube comments only you know, hold, I don't know, 400 characters or something. And so he printed it. It was like in seven parts. Uh, and it basically, the guy was so sure about all the imagery that he was breaking down that, you know, and he was like, nah, not really. That's <laughs> awesome. I didn't really. Ay, ay, ay. I am your butterfly. I found it. I got it back. Okay, good. Here's my, here's a good one. Hey, did you try that blue drink, the one that glows like nuclear waste, the watermelon margarita? Any idea why it tastes like a combination of radiator fluid and formaldehyde? At your five Johnny Garlics restaurants in California, if the server arrives with main courses and find that the appetizers haven't yet been cleared, do they try to find space for the new ones next to the dirty plates? Or does this just happen at your Times Square restaurant where people are used to crowding? If a customer shows up with a reservation uh, at one of your two Tex Wasabi outlets and the rest of the party has already been seated, does the host say, why don't you have a look around there and see if you can find them and point in the general direction of about 200 seats? What's going on in this new restaurant of yours? Did Andy Rooney write this from Beyond the Grave? Yeah. it's. I mean, first of all, what's the fucking New York Times guy thinking is going to happen when he goes to Guy Fieri's restaurant? (laughs) Also, it's a restaurant in Times Square. So and so he thinks the he thinks the host is gonna go. Oh, I'll guide you to your table to find your friends. First of all, does the Guy Fieri audience read the New York Times? Does the oh. Guy Fieri audience read? <laughs> what is that? The New York Times is what I want to know. And is this New York Times guy? His points may be very valid. But it almost feels like, was he mad about something else? And then he's like, no, okay, because this is clearly over multiple visits. Oh, okay. Oh. How, for example, did Rhode Island's supremely unhealthy and awesomely good fried calamari dressed with garlic butter and pickled hot peppers end up in your restaurant as a plate of pale, unsalted squid rings next to a dish of sweet mayonnaise with a distant rumor of spice? How did Louisiana's blackened Cajun spice treatment turn into ghostly nubs of unblackened, unspiced white meat in your Cajun chicken Alfredo? I love the squid rings. That's my favorite band. And their album, A Distant um, Hint of Spice... How did nachos, one of the hardest dishes in the American canon to mess up, 
turn out so deeply unlovable? Why augment tortilla chips with fried lasagna noodles that taste like nothing except oil? I think it's time to send John Deere a Deer John. <laughs> I want you to hold on. I want to look up something. Uh, so what is it? What do you think the? I guess. Listen, there. I've read about ten of these uh, reviews of his restaurant. All of them universally scathing the restaurant. But his audience doesn't give a shit, right? Well. I don't think the audience that goes to eat in Times Square gives a shit. Right. Because you can go in a block either direction and find something I mean, you know, incredible. the bummer the part is that there are probably a million... Well, I guess Guy Fieri is high profile enough. I mean, he's pretty high profile, I guess, in terms of a, a restaurant tour. Yeah, but there was a little bit of, there's a little bit of this that, that's very difficult to... I think they're shooting I a sketch a in the hallway. Yeah, I, I think someone just sketch. hit someone with a chair. Oh. There's a couple of yeah. uh, professional wrestlers out there. Um, can you continue? For some reason, I just wanted to hear this music while uh, while you were reading. Yeah, sure. Um, hold on, let me, uh... Okay, ready? I wish I was more ready. <laughs> 4D cool. in here. This one? That was a... Yeah, what the edge network, anybody? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Edging me out is what it is. Edging me out to get the internet is what it is. No, it's going to take forever. It was, it was on LTE just to... Yeah, that's the sort of the problem in this particular area. That's anybody's gift. Go ahead. Okay. Uh... By the way, See, you fucking took too long. You had to be like, what? Blossom? Yes, it was obviously the Blossom theme song. <laughs> but I didn't get it. I said I was going to play something yeah. while you were reading that. I'm, I'm actually happier the bit failed. It. Just to watch the fallout. By the way, would you let our server know that when we asked for Chai, all he brought us was a hot cup of water? When you hung that sign by your entrance that says, Welcome to Flavortown, where you're just messing with our heads. <laughs> Don't know about the future. That's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for I don't understand. I don't understand what, what you're doing. I don't understand how you're thinking this is an insult to you. Because of the way Chris is laughing. <laughs> because it's a blossom <laughs> Poor Matt. I don't get the joke. Explain God. why the Poor Matt, everyone's attacking you, Matt. You are most of the time. No, I am not. Don't fucking listen to the audience. <laughs> not everyone's attack you, you fucking piece yeah. of no. No one's attacking you. Um, I was laughing at the Blossom theme. It's, fun. it's just like it's such a scathing review of these happy sounding plates of food. And it, like I just like it seems like it should have this happy song about like no reason to get all depressed. And what's a happier theme than the theme to Blossom? The Blossom. I think the Mr. Belvedere theme's happier. You would have been just as confused. Yeah, no, it was like, I didn't like it. I didn't like the bit. It didn't make sense. But it had Sorry, nothing no, to do with you. 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 you can just you can talk by yourself and read food reviews for the rest of the podcast. I have my own podcast for that garbage. <laughs> 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 you I have my own podcast. <laughs> to make it a joke. Yeah, I know, I know. Someone, uh, someone tweeted, I was like... Uh, I listen to Phoebe to listen uh, to hear Matt talk about folding shirts. I listen to Jonah Radio to listen about Lance Bangs, um, like uh, going on a heroin run with some guy. Having to change bus drivers was the tweet. Having to change who was driving. With. I read that. It's true. What are they I shooting wish I knew out there? which wrestlers were out there. Because they're WWE wrestler type folk. Iron know. Mike. The Biz. Is that a thing? The Miz? The, the, biz, sh- yeah, the Schwinn. A... It's a wrestler who just hit beats people with an old Schwinn yeah. bicycle. Mm-hmm. Triple Preparation H. He's seri- He <laughs> shoots hormones. <laughs> preparation H. At people. There's a lot of screaming. Yeah, well, that's wrestling for you. It's sports entertainment. <laughs> 
This has nothing to do with you, Matt. He's playing the Blossom. I don't understand why you're getting so mad about this theme song. What happened to you during a Blossom episode? I don't want to talk about it. It ran into Phenom. Opinionation. Opinionation. That is sassy. Genovano. Genovano. She played a. And the grandfather from. Was he? Maybe he wasn't on the first season or something like that. Then the brother had like a crazy drug problem or something. Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Not Joey Lawrence. No, no, not for good. He was just on block. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember when uh, like it was like he started becoming like a huge superstar, and then he did the album, and then it would yes. be like that thing where it's like, stay tuned after this episode of Blossom for the new Joey Lawrence video. You go, you go to see him from being this like dumb guy on the show to just being all sexed up and fucking taking his shirt off. Well, that some people a, remember Joey Lawrence from Give Me a Break, the Nell Carter show. What the mm, fuck is that? No one knows that, Chris. Listens to this anyway. Well, <laughs> you, dude, we're alienating our Nell Carter demo. <laughs> Mm. I love this song so much. Could turn it up. No, he can it. Never matter If I played this song, you would have just stopped talking. Still wouldn't have gotten it. Still wouldn't have got it's it. just the song. I understand you had to explain it to me, though. I didn't get it. Bob Euchre. Bob. Don't you don't you like the juxtaposition of a happy theme song uh, over a skating review? No, I'm friends with you. Do you you feel it was taken away from you? No, 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 no. I'm friends with Bryce Beckham. Who was on Bryce Bryce Beckham? He's on Mr. Belvedere, the fucking show whose theme you love. You know what? That that show is not longer a show. It's gone, Chris. He can't be on it. Mr. Belvedere's gone too. Mr. Belvedere is always on somewhere. That's a limo sure. driver vibe or one. The visual medium of podcasting brought to you by Matthew Myra. <laughs> ben, no, I was talking about Bryce Beckham. No, no Bryce. <laughs> they don't know that. Nice save. Nice save. That. I like that save, though. Bryce is, uh, Bryce is a super funny guy. He's, uh... He is. Why isn't he here, then? He is. He's here? Yep. Zip. <laughs> hey, guys. No, no Bryce, has, Bryce, has a company, a Bryce has a company called Drama 3-4 with my friend David. And they do a lot of uh, really funny stuff. Who's not your friend? Jeez. <laughs> I have a lot of friends, Matt. A lot of friends. <laughs> I'm not going to play it again. I was hoping you are going to play it again. It's just not it, like I thought it was Don't all loaded. Don't know what I want it. I just love the... Uh, <laughs> and what? Have you tried your ice cream boulder things that were clearly not a... Not, it says boulders. These are not boulders. <laughs> The very prospect of an ice cream ball being as large as a boulder is preposterous. Matt, so funny. I, I just read this piece in Vanity Fair, too, about like the, uh, the antiquatedness of the Michelin star rating and the Michelin guide. And just talking about how verbose the food writers in that guide can be. And this, I'd love to see like the, in those really fancy restaurants like a three Michelin rating and it's the Michelin guy three times. Yeah. That's uh, all I can think of. That's Yeah, I love the, uh, what was that, uh, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley sketch? Um, where it was uh, it was like a husband and wife, and the wife was just reading 
Chris Farley was the wife. She was reading oh, yeah. uh, Zagat reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, a cute interior makes it so the food. <laughs> and then, like, uh, it's just him reading a Zagat review. And then Adam Sandler, as an old man, turned to the camera going, All day, <laughs> this is what she does. My life is slipping away. <laughs> I don't remember that sketch. Yeah, it was like they're both of their last a, seasons had, like, or something. A cardigan and like the gray hair wig. Yeah, Chris Paul was like remember. a red haired. Yeah, yeah. Like a, I remember. I'm excitedly, excitedly. Oh, <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I do have to make a a a podcast correction. Oh, we don't do that. Never mind then. Hmm. Uh, but I feel like it's an important one, so okay. people don't get wrong information. But sure. I guess on the Max Landis podcast, so something came up where. It was said, possibly by me, that herpes cannot be translated orally to genitally and vice versa. And, of course, the Internet was there to say that there are, there are types of herp. If the Internet knows anything. That hmm. can translate from mouth, mouth to puss and vice versa or mouth to dong and vice versa. I was on uh, What's Trending on Tuesday, speaking of the Internet. And uh, Bill Nye was on, and he announced that he signed some sort of deal with Nerdist. Oh, he did? Yes. So you can talk about that now. Bill Nye is going to be doing a show on the Nerdist channel. There you go. Hey. Neil Patrick Harris' show is premiering soon, and it's fucking funny. Puppets. I'm, the puppets. So Neil and puppets. puppets. I, I fucking love them. Do you know what was so exciting to get to? I mean, like, the Swedish chef, Chloe came to the shoot, and uh, when she came in, the chef was, we, it was between shots, and... He, he noticed her and he was like, Oh, hello, what's your name? And she said, Chloe. Like it was, she instantly just became <laughs> like, Yeah, like Chloe. And he was like, oh, Hello, Chloe. <laughs> and she's, Chloe's not like a crier and she just like teared up. Oh. Because it's such an insane experience. Sound like a straight up bitch. Well, Joe, P- P- PTJ. Do not talk about PTJ. Like no, I'm just saying, you know, you cry when you see a puppet that's fucking. <laughs> that, that's. That's fog, man. That's some fog shit. Do you like puppets, pussy talking Jonah? <laughs> yeah, latex ones. <laughs> what? Latex a condom is not. Oh, those I don't think you understand 80s? what puppets are. Those puppets no, from no, the Genesis the con- video. No, it's no, the man. spinning image puppets? No. <laughs> Shut up. You guys don't know shit. Stop being dumb. I love a, a puppet that takes the form of a porn star's ass and pussy. <laughs> Wait. Wait, does the rest of it have to be connected? Or is it just no, dick, that's too much. You can't hide that underneath your bed. Your mom will find it. How's <laughs> your mom, pussy talking to her, do you still live at home? <laughs> Shit, she lives with me. <laughs> oh, we should just stop the podcast joke. there. <laughs> Just stop the podcast there. Yo, Blossom. Yo, Blossom. Hey, Yo, girl. Blossom. That's not you. You growing up good. You growing up smart, girl. Yo, let's have a seven way. You, me, and six. That's <laughs> <laughs> eight. Was he talking, Jonah? <laughs> I was counting. I wasn't counting my balls. <laughs> Wait, Yo, man, no. shut up. I don't know, okay? No, shut up. Wait, pussy talking, Jonah. Did you not know math? Did you go to school? <laughs> Yeah, school. Eating pussy. Gotta, I gotta go. There's no school for that! <laughs> I wish there were, though. That would be a really great, well-attended school. <laughs> uh, wow. I wish there was a school for that. I don't, I know... I'm sure there are, like, weird I, classes you go to in the but I know, I know that Learning there, annex. But I know that there are... Uh, I know that there are, there are people who go around and give, like, blowjob classes to groups of women. Yeah, like, she has a podcast on your network. 
It's called the indoor kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah just, <laughs> just spiked his pen. He's mad that he didn't think of it. Well, I had the setup. Half ownership. Half ownership of You still live with your mom. Sometimes you gotta let Myra have the spike. No, that was fine. That was great. That was, that was a celebratory uh, fucking alley oop. I think we all just shared joy. We all just shared Season just one remember this, Chris. Uh, there's two eyes, an idiot. That, what? I don't. What is that? Ah. Oh, that's great. That's great. We have fun. <sighs> uh, oh, Why can't there be cunnilingus the class? Okay, you go now. We. Uh, it was the, the day before uh, G4 got. Really? Oh shit! That's got right. It. We haven't even long? talked about yet. Yeah. That, yeah G4 got the uh, the guillotine. Yeah, lots of heads rolled. It's a, such a slow guillotine. It was this the slowest guillotine Just fucking ever. just constantly, just like, ow, 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 as it goes through your neck. It was, oh it God. was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a guillotine, it was a guillotine with a dull blade yeah. that took years because I, every year th- there would be the question of like, okay, this is, th- even before I started working for G4, yeah. I remember right when G4 kind of rebranded as G4 after they'd been on for maybe a year or so. Yeah, and they were like, we're not going to call it screensavers anymore, we're going to call it. We're going to call it Attack of the Show, and so I remember telling uh, an agent that I had, like, I really want to work at G4, and he was like, ah, it's not going to be there next year. It's not going, it's not going to be there. And that was, like, seven years, like, six years yeah. ago. And so, it, like, every year, there was a, it was, it seemed like, okay, okay, we're back. All right, good. Oh, we lost DirecTV. Well, that didn't go, okay, you know what? We're going to do it. And it's too bad, because everyone really, everyone really deserved to succeed there, because they're such great people. And so I hope that the good, the upside is that everyone will go on to do bigger things. There are a lot of shows that are a lot like Attack of the Show that are going into production. <laughs> Xbox got one. Hardwired. Hardwired. Comedy Central <laughs> has one. I make no bones about it. I well, what I pitched to Comedy Central for my show was, "Hey, let's do this format correctly." What if? Well, no, just well, let's just do this format where let's just let's just do the format. But it's it's you also, know it's gonna be I, if it goes, it'll be live. I want it to be live. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That's more expensive, right? Because of the, just the broadcasting technique. Yeah, I think it's a little more expensive, and you also have to justify why you're doing a live show. Because right. yeah. if Twitter. my my show is a, if it gets picked up, will be a weekly show and not a daily show. Yeah, great. I look forward to working on it with you. <laughs> I'll be out of. Uh, you need any segment uh, producers? Because Matt's uh, Matt's pretty good. Well, I need a show to get picked up first, and then. Yes, I need an elderly segment producer. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> great my hair. Let me now. tell you about video games. Video game. I remember the kids are playing. Kids playing uh, Castlevania. Do you need anyone to co- uh, to guest host the show when you have to go in for a triple bypass surgery? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, yeah, no. I I basically pitched. I was like, like, what if you know? I always I always saw Attack of the Show as an information show first, and then a comedy show second. And so I said, what if it were a comedy show first? And this was the information that was dri- that was driving that. Yeah. So I mean, we we had a lot of conversations about that. About like that was the that was the thing. As much as I love Attack of the Show, that was a for me, the the thing I didn't like about when I freelanced there was that I was trying to do comedy first, and they said it had to. But it was an information. It was basically a news show. For Infotainment. Yeah. It was. It was a news show. But I loved. I absolutely. I would never trade the four years that I have there. It was a. It was fucking great. And I. And I. It was such a fun show, and I got to do live television, which was great, and it helped. You know, it, it was just top to bottom. Uh, it was really fun. I'm hosting. You should come in one of the days and do Gadget Prime. 
Um, I know that you're coming in the day after I finish hosting. I know. I am going to do some. But I feel like maybe a Monday or a Wednesday if you're not busy. <laughs> if I'm around, I will, for sure. You don't really have to get to rehearsal. If I... <laughs> If I am around, I, I absolutely will. But I'll I but email your assistant. But you're right. I I will. <laughs> I will. I I there are there is a lot of that show being made, and and I just felt like if G4 had a better platform, mm. the show would have done better. It just mm -hmm. had so many things going against it. It was in a tiered channel package, so you had to pay extra for it. Already, the audience that G4 is for is not going to want to pay extra, and then on top of that. You lose DirecTV. I spent my cable budget on downloadable content. <laughs> Who well, was seriously? That? That's a guy. This is a guy. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a lady. It's uh, <laughs> both, you know. Is my Sissy name is Amanda. Is Sissy talking about? My oh, name is Amanda. Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. I think we're all sort of... Uh, it's Everybody's got senioritis right now. You know, because they told us, <laughs> they told us a long time before. Like, we got two more Ready months. But sort of like... And I'm there, and like my AP's calling out. We're Do you sort of feel like, why are we day. even doing this anymore? I why don't they just like, pull the plug now? Am I on every day now? All of a sudden, now I have to fucking. Anyway. Yeah, but you got Barrowman hosting this week. John's great. John's uh, John's fun. He was hosting last week, hosting this week, hosting next week. He's great. You sound the John upset. Barrowman show about what? John Barrowman. Mm -hmm. John's great. You, the way you said it, though, he's hosting this week, hosted last week, next week. I think you added a little sauce to that last yeah. one, a little, a little donkey, donkey sauce. sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some sweet manners yeah. with some. I'm just trying to keep it. I'm just trying to keep it real for all the Jonah rapists out there. Oh, stop it! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Hashtag Jonah rapists. Stay legitimate. Oh, let's start it. Let's start it. Stop it! <laughs> no, no, hell! Stop it! It's like, yeah. kid, it's like the kid at the end of. Uh, uh, one floor was a cuckoo's nest, just getting dragged. Like, no, <laughs> no, 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 stop it. No, no. Uh, what else has happened since uh, Skyfall came out? Skyfall's good. Oh, so good. I haven't seen it yet. It's long. What's wrong with you? It's not long enough. It should be a half hour longer. Um, Skyfall's good. What else? Every day since I've seen it. Is this Skyfall, the last I've Daniel Craig Bond film? No, <clears throat> no, two more. Two, yeah, sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a weird way to start the movie, though. I guess we shouldn't really talk about it. Spoilers. No, it's in the trailer, the way they start the movie. Is it? Yeah, when he gets shot off the top of the train. Oh. That's in the, very, that's in the trailer. Yeah. So you can talk about it. Well, you don't know when that is in the movie. I think you get the idea once you see the first 12 seconds of the movie. <laughs> anyway, all you spoiled was the first four minutes. Yeah. They're releasing the first nine minutes of the new Star Trek movie attached to the shit movie called The Hobbit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you've seen it? I hate the fucking Lord of the Rings. What? Oh, you've been it. over this before. Yeah. yeah. You can't say that it's a shit movie, though. What? Because they're really well-made movies. Mm, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Source material, on the other hand. I'm ex I, I am excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited oh, to see The Hobbit. Don't you hate it when people make movies Write about fake books. things? I'm excited for <laughs> The Hobbit. Very excited. Uh, for the Hobbit. I wasn't. I wasn't looking forward to it when I saw that original teaser trailer where they're all singing. Yeah. And then totally. the one I saw before was it before Skyfall? Might have been. What else has come out that I've seen? Uh, but Flight. No, I do. I do want to see Flight. I heard just uh, admission alone it pays for that fucking plane crash. Apparently. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Same deal with that train crash in Super Eight. That's like that was really yeah that kind of man. Actually, I thought that and the uh, the the kid the movie the kids were making uh, during the credit sequence at the end. Oh sure, uh, that made for the price of admission. Yeah. 
but yeah, I saw the trailer for The Hobbit, and it fucking looks great. Looks great. I don't like you know. I, I've never read any of that stuff. No, of course, of course. I'm not saying I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying I just I just was so bored by it, and I did I did see all three of them, and I saw them all in a two day time frame. Can't do that. I enjoyed them. That was probably my. I enjoyed mistake. them. Looking forward to it. The Six Grand Theft Auto Five trailer is fucking oh, I'm crazy. It. Oh, World War Z trailer also came out. Oh, how was that? It I did. Ah, uh, uh, a lot of fast zombies. Extraordinarily fast. Not they, not just like oh they run like what is happening? Yeah, they did. Usain Bolt kill all of these people. Um, <laughs> they're they're like how it works, but they're like I get, I get it. They yeah, they're either. almost like they're almost like cheetah zombies. Oh, well, it's I'm weird because they they mimic as a horde they mimic water. Like they all like there's couples of shots in the trailer where they all pour out of like a like an alley and they all like pile up. Against the wall, like they go whoosh, and then like splash and then start running down. I saw And that. then they like going up the side of that fucking wall and they're all just like, whoosh, and like falling down and climbing on top of each other. I don't, I'm gonna see it and I'll probably enjoy it, but yeah. um, I'm not gonna say that it's a World War Z. Uh, it's not a movie version of World War Z. Well, I know Max, Max didn't, Max Brooks didn't really, he didn't have anything to do with the movie. No, I, I saw him speak a, a couple years ago at Comic Con and someone asked him about the movie. He's like, uh, in my head, the, the, there's the book, and the realization of the book is the audiobook, which yeah. he uh, spent a lot of time working on because he is a huge fan of audiobooks. And so they like they were they was it was cast basically. Yeah. Like wasn't Alan Alda in the audiobook? Alan Alda, Henry Rollins, yep. um, oh, the guy Watanabe from a uh, from yeah he was in a Blossom. Watanabe oh. was the actor. Blossom, no. Um, was it Blossom? No, it wasn't Blossom. There was a, there was a bunch of great uh, actors in. In the audio version. How many blossoms? Also, what? How many blossoms? Um, <laughs> how many blossoms do you give it, Jonah? How many? How many? What's the, the Michelin I give version? It, of I, give it three, I give it three hats. You're what's the Michelin hats. rating on this blossom? <laughs> how many flowers on each hat? <laughs> um, but there was a thing where he talked about how you know he, his whole thing was that he wanted to work really hard on the audiobook, and he did. It's a great audiobook, and he told the story why he was so obsessed with doing the audiobook right. And when he was a kid, he was dyslexic. And he, uh, you know, he had a hard time reading. So they were going to put him in special classes. And his mom said, no, like, he's not. He just can't, you know, read, right? So what his mom did is find out all the books that he had uh, assigned to him that, that year. I would love to get the Anne Bancroft reading these books version. Well, no, no, she didn't do it herself. Oh, she okay. dropped it off at a, uh, oh, okay. a Braille Institute. And then they, uh, they did them. So he would come home. And she would be like, what did they assign you? And he'd be like, this, this, these chapters. She's like, okay, here are the tapes for these chapters. And that's how he was, and then he's just started doing fucking great in school because that's all it was. It was his just dyslexia was messing up his like his ability to learn and retain information. And it's just so fucking incredible when you realize that it's fucking Anne Bancroft doing this. Like, you know, that's his mom, fucking Anne Bancroft. Dyslexia is such a it's like he's insane. It was like misdiagnosed for so long for a lot of kids that they just, you know, it's pretty insane when you think about just in our lifetimes. Yeah, I know. When, when you when, when you sort of when you AIDS and well, no, I mean not just not just <clears throat> not just new new disorders, but disorders, not just new viruses and diseases, but disorders that we just didn't know before. Like <laughs> how many how many nerdy kids from our youth actually turned out to ha- have Aspergers? Yeah, like kids that were because I had there were a couple you know in the in the sort of tiny little nerd cluster that was my friends. There were a couple of kids where I was like. <laughs> 
Yeah, they just don't. You could. They're just. You know, they're super nerdy. Super. They yeah. just don't really. And that's yeah. That's how you refer to them. They're like oh, yeah. They're like they're really uh, ahead in the clouds. Like the here. party nerd. <laughs> yeah. Like and and then. But now I feel like oh those actually those kids actually had a lot mild form of had Aspergers. Yeah. And we just they just weren't that just wasn't a, a known or at least it wasn't diagnosed. Yeah. And uh, and and that's the same thing. Like how many people. Yeah, this is a shame. Probably at least a dozen, right? But that's why the audiobook, he focused so much on the audiobook and not the movie, which I, I think he had very little to do. I, no, he didn't have anything to do with it. They wanted him to, like, like, uh, like he would just say, he's like, I've read the script. I don't know. Uh, and this was like a year or so ago. So, yeah. You know, he was like, I just, I don't know. And it's it's going to be a neat zombie. It's a big budget zombie movie. I can't remember the last time there was a, a zombie movie with this size of a cast and scope. I just feel like. N- I just don't know. I feel like The Walking Dead does such a great job of... Obviously, people think I'm biased, but I really do think Walking Dead does an amazing job of a great serialized... It looks great. Yeah. You know, yeah, Nicotero does such did a great, great work. Job too, and what? then The Sopranos did a great job, too. And then you can still have movies like Goodfellas and Donnie Brass. You know what, though? But I think... Yeah, you, no, but I really feel like, it's, I feel like it's... I feel like the, the zombie subgenre is more specific than, than a crime genre because... It relies very heavily on like the special effects are a character and and if the zombies aren't portrayed well, then it just unravels the entire then you don't buy it and then you're not into it and you don't give a fuck. Yeah, because you have to just be scared. You can't go, oh, uh, look it's at like, that. It's you like, can see that his hands aren't even covered. It's in like, I, you know, I am legend. Well, I mean, I wasn't really a zombie, I guess. No, they were like technically like they were technically like mutants, mutant vampire things. But, you know, the CG on that was weird and it just sort of took me out of the Mm -hmm. movie. And so when I see like you said, like when you when you see them cascading like water, you just go, I don't know. Yeah, that stuff. But at the same time, you know, it's a it's going to be a big Hollywood movie. And so they need to do something to amp up the idea of zombies. And like, you know, running zombies was like the last time it got re-upped. And uh, and I don't get like when zombies have like it looks like they have special powers. And I do believe that uh, there can be running zombies. I do hot and cold running zombies, yeah, not for yeah. very long. They not for very, for very long because long. like um, yeah, you know because if you get if you get bit, you die, you come back. You know, uh, rigor mortis hasn't had a chance to settle in. Is that correct? That is correct. John. How long does it take? Uh, twelve hours. Twelve hours. Yeah. So if you like, you get bit in the throat, you die, you come back. You still have all of your muscle mass mm-hmm. to get to where you want to go, and you're if you see something you want to eat, you're going to go to that as fast as you can. I know, but I still think I still think that the that fluid is not moving in your body anymore because your heart is not pumping it, and so you're not getting you're not getting the oxygen that your musculature would would require to engage to move at that clip. So I don't I don't know maybe. But what if like what if, like, for the first 12 hours? Uh, for the first 12... I, I Listen... Well, you worked in a funeral home. You must have had zombie sure. races. Yeah, I mean, yeah, lots of times there's zombies in the funeral home. But we just sort of dealt with it. We put them in a casket and locked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, should yeah. probably just shoot them in the, It's yeah. all right. Don't worry no, about no, it. Just, I'm, sure, I'm sure nothing will ever happen. We just buried it. It was fine, uh, right? Yeah. We just buried them in the graveyard, and they're not going Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you move the headstones? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. no! The McGillicuddy's uh, built a house yeah. on it. They're going to be fine. Uh, did, did, I, did I ever show you my impression of the uh, the um, the guy talking to a shitty property owner? <laughs> no. Um, you moved the bodies, but you kept the headstones. I can't build anything here. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> All right. 
Yes, dissect the dumb joke. No, I was being a guy in the bit with you. Oh shit! <laughs> You're a good actor. And then, but he was being the guy. Oh my god! It's <laughs> just oh multi levels. Yeah, that everyone's fucking iPod just. There's a whole cast of characters. Some of them are in the bit, and some of them yeah. are watching the bit from outside. But they're all part of. Exactly. We're all part of it. We're all part. But of I think it. I think they're uh, a fresh zombie can run, and I think Rick Mars will set in. Uh, and the muscles will deteriorate because they're not the cells aren't alive. But for World War Z to work in your mind, all those bodies, all those zombies have to be fresh. Yeah, like they have to. But be, it seems know. like they are in the trailer that I saw. They're all running. It happens like it ha- Yeah, it looks like it happens instantly, which is neat. Just all of a sudden, billions of people are just dying. Yeah, you don't get the chance to think about whether or not you're going to shoot your wife. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch it. I mean, yeah, I really think it should July. have been. I, I really, it, I in my head when I first read World War Z, I in my I was like, oh, you know, it would be amazing if Playtone got a hold of this and then made it into a twelve part miniseries for HBO. Oh right, yeah, they did such a like good Band job of Brothers or from Earth to the Moon or for the like the Pacific. If they just treated it like that, it would have been fucking incredible. I would love to just sit Playtone down and be like, just do a horror thing. Just in, t- in in that way, do like, a realistic horror thing, like a war, yeah, horror epic, horror, 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 but miniseries style, war-er. right? Like they do with all the other yeah. HBO stuff, exactly. But I just I think zombies on television are done now. For any, I don't think anyone else can do zombies on television no, now because no. of Walking Dead. You just can't. No one else is going to do it that way. No, they, they got they got Nicotero, which is the guy for you know. Who by the way is turning into. And in, an insane director. Yeah. His episodes are fucking terrific. Maybe he's not insane. Maybe it's Asperger's. <laughs> all right, well, mm. all right. Good callback. Um, but uh, I just I, I just hope that all of our horror genres aren't being depleted too much. I mean, like, yeah, already, if I see vampire or anything, I'm like, oh, shudder. Yeah, there's a, um, a zombie movie coming out where it's like a guy... Uh, is a zombie and it's like all like the first part of the movie is just him in his head like yeah. you can just hear him talking in his head but then he sees a girl and then his heart starts to beat again and he starts to warming not. up what is this it's uh some movie i That's can't remember what it's called warming up is it that right? warming yeah. up yeah yeah um and then you feel and then i feel and then i feel like it's kind of not fair for me to judge you know it's like the same reason that i was trying to explain to people we came up with this gooseberms this gooseberms video months ago before the meme had had hardened you know world war z or the, any this this kind of movie is a movie that you would have started making years ago yeah they have and so it's not really their fault that there's been a million other zombie things since then yeah Plus, probably, it just they, takes that long to make a they started making that before walking dead yeah they've been before that's walking been dead in like like production for yeah. so long yeah is it possible that Brad Pitt is too big a star to be in movies anymore? Because every time you see no. him, no, that trailer, that trailer for the uh, for the new movie where he plays the hitman. What I haven't seen that. Seen that? No, not yet. Hitman in the uh, I'm gonna I say it's the mid '80s or late '80s. Or whatever. It, oh, that sounds it cool. Looks, it looks amazing. I saw a trailer like, for the new uh, stuff. Saw a trailer for a new uh, Tom Cruise movie. It looks really good. What's it called? It's just like it's a name. He's like it's like the character's name. And uh, oh yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're talking about. I can't remember the name. Gern it's it's one of those things where it's like you make fun of you know Tom Cruise and everything like that because he's such a psycho. But um, but then you uh, but then like you see him in a movie, you're like, oh yeah, you're an incredible actor. I've heard he's a really cool guy. I heard he's really engaged. I've heard he's amazing. I've heard yeah. He's- 
But he's like, I mean, but you know, he's like a weird dude, but he's a great actor. Yeah. I don't know if he's, you know, look, I think, you know, maybe it's a little chicken and egg thing, but when you become such a huge celebrity. No, watch like, watch Born on the Fourth of July. Watch. uh, I wonder if people, if other. War of the Worlds, like he's like really good in it. Yeah, but that's later in his career. I'm talking about something like early, like he was good. Yeah. Outsiders. War of, the, War of the Worlds, man, that is a great. I I like that movie a lot. It's well done. That scene where he has to, where him and Tim Robbins and they're underneath the house. That scene is so. Oh good. man, yeah, that was so intense. Good. So good. I have to watch that again. Uh, War of the Worlds. Well, no. Probably can't go to that one. What um, podcast? Which one? Twelve o'clock on Monday. Oh really? I'll be stuck here. Oh, oh no! Oh my god! You have to! You have to! We should tell everyone it's Mel Brooks. It's god. funny since we've been talking about Max Brooks. Yeah. For the yeah. last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, his dad. You gotta. You Did gotta you watch this episode Mel. of uh, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee? Well, it was actually the Carl Reiner's episode, but Mel Brooks comes in at the end. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, no, it's I a good episode. It. I like that show a lot. They just did one with Brian Regan. Oh, <sighs> cool. Yeah. Regan. Like, and he has the small Jerry's like driving the smallest sports car and says Brian Regan is kind of stuffed into the passenger <laughs> seat. Uh the Joel Hodson episode's really good. The Michael Richards episode is insane. It's insane. Oh yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen it at all. I mean I've seen I've seen it like You can watch you can watch them on Xbox. Uh, there's a crackle app. Yeah, you can watch yeah, yeah. Crack a lappin'. You crack a lappin'? Yeah, you know I am. Uh, and now there's like you fucking there's Internet Explorer on uh, Xbox now too. Cool, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's great. It's, Looks uh, good too. You don't need a television anymore, like a cable box. It's just Dude, and I got the um, Xbox Glass app. Yep. And so you can just type away and yeah, yeah, yeah. and just use it as a mouse. When I reviewed the Microsoft Surface. I was using that, and it's just so that 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 the Surface is really well integrated with Xbox stuff. So if you if you if you've not bought a tablet before and you're a big <laughs> Xboxer, I would say fucking go buy a Surface. Fuck the iPad. Xbox is becoming <laughs> the future. I mean, I know it has been for a lot of people up to this point, but the more of that programming they can pull in, like it's really, it's going to be, it's a, it's a formidable platform. Paramount has a, has an app now. Uh, Sony Pictures has an app on there and you can just, you can just pull up their movies, uh, just pay as you go. Well, between Netflix, between the Netflix app and the HBO Go app. Yeah, I uh, and the YouTube or Hulu Plus yeah. too. Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus. I've gone on and watched like full episodes of TV shows that are ripped onto YouTube. Like I'll type in whatever the fuck season three episode whatever, and then I love whatever the fuck it. when Stanley was just like, "Where are you going with that camera?" Whatever. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> now you got to play the blossom thing. <laughs> it's anybody's girl. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um. Yeah, it's a uh, it's good shit, man. And you know what sucks about. Uh, if you watch a TV show on Netflix now, um, the next episode just starts to play. The thing that we've all dreaded happening because no one will get anything done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like last night, dude, I were like fall asleep watching Freaks and Geeks. Like, ah, oh, that's a good episode. Such a good show. Then it's like, uh, uh, I don't give up to him. No, no, no. Because like, oh. they don't even, they do, what, they don't, what they do is they immediately make the, it's small with the credits still playing and yeah. then bring up the episode before the credits are even done. Yeah. So there's no chance of you. Oh, I ran into up. your mom yesterday. What the fuck, bro? Yo, name nothing. Pussy talking Jonah, stay away from my mom. <laughs> yo, she found me. <laughs> I hooked up with my mom, yo. <laughs> um, Slumber party. Yo. Uh, yeah, I ran into her uh, in Los Feliz. She was uh, busy doing stuff at, over at your new house. Yes, at the house. 
By the way, it's um, like the Jaguar of houses. Fucking Give or take. If I knew more about cars, I would be able to do more like specifics. I will say this about the house buying process right now. It's an amazing time to buy a house because interest rates are as low as they've ever been. Yeah. I mean, they're like three and a half percent. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. But not, not with Obamacare. Right. Man, my fucking Papa John's is more expensive. 10 to 14 and cents of fucking pizza. Kind of- so, <laughs> but, you know, in, before the before the housing crisis happened, you could basically buy a house if you had a driver's license and that's it. And now and now it went so far in the other direction that it's and I'm not complaining, please. I know this is a luxury problem, and I I really am not. But I'm just saying, if you're about to buy a house, what you need to what you need to be mentally prepared for is you better have good records. You better have proof of income. I mean, like I had to prove income for the next few years. I had to give them like every job, everything, and then and then you get these crazy requests where they need to they need to source all of the money that you give them. So like the deposit I put down for the house, like a week later, they said. We need a record of this money. And I was like, you need a record of the money I already gave you? And they said, yes, we have to source it. So you have to you have to source all of your money. And you, you, it's, it, is not, it is not an easy process. Jesus. I just, I, I have. Well, I mean, when we're talking about the money you're spending on a house, it's probably a little more difficult. No, but it just, I think, I think any, like that would be the case for any. Uh, it's a case for, Chris's house is $73 million. $73 million. <laughs> I don't seventy-two and four, ch- seventy-two why, and change. Why do you need four full bowling no. alleys? Oh, you're the guy that bought Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, uh, it, it's 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 the way it is for anyone now. Anyone buying a house, they're just they're super super in the diametrically opposing position from where you used to be able to buy a house, and so now it's just they're they're extra 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 careful. That's Thank why God I'm renting. So just prepared, mm-hmm. just be prepared if you're going to buy a house. It is a good time to buy a house, but it will be very. It will be a, it will be a process. I, I want to get a loan. My yeah, me either. My credits. It's it's taking. How it's taking can a slow I get climb. me a loan? Slow climb. Again, not complaining. Very excited. Very happy to have a house. Yeah. Um. Me too, man. Got some place to crash after I lose mine. <laughs> um. Uh. Meltdown went to the New York Comedy Festival and performed it. We did the uh, show NYC, at the Gramercy yeah. Theater. I know. I tweeted out because a guy wasn't able to go to the show, so he left his ticket under oh, a specific on a, on a bench. Bunch. Yeah, yeah, a bunch. He left him under a bunch of benches. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was cool. It was a fun. <laughs> it was a pieces. fun show. I'm sure it was. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan did it, and then uh, at the very end. Oh, of it, I think he's him? really funny. Uh, at the uh, at the end of it, Hannibal Burris came up because he, he's like, "I want to go up and drunk talk." <laughs> We're like, "All right." So we brought him up, and we started talking to someone in the crowd. Then like Eugene Merman came up, and Chelsea Parade came up. Oh, We're all. Eugene. Yeah, it was a good time. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was a good time. That's really fun. It was the best time. I hope uh I hope this pilot goes well. Me too. I need that. <laughs> More than you do. <laughs> I am sewing these coattails as fast as I can. I'm good. Double mm. stitch. <laughs> 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 oh. I just uh I don't know. Like I don't I'm excited about it. I don't I don't know. I don't feel particularly nervous or freaked out about it, but I still don't know. Well, you're just used to the Listen, process I'd, now. I'd, I'd work well with some of your writers. I know that some very of them. Well, uh, and you know who's directing the pilot? Who's directing the pilot? 
Bobcat. Jimmy oh, Kimmel Live's really? Bobcat Goldthwait? Bobcat's directing the pilot. Man. That's awesome. Yeah. You got a guy that knows how to direct live television. He's fucking great. Yeah. You're a genius. And fucking, he's Only a genius. Only you got a guy that knew how to write and be on a live television program. Is that you? That doesn't have a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you still have a job right now. I do until. For, uh, for like five more weeks. December mm. 210. Can I just say fuck the holidays and it's just but not in Why a Why are you fucking them? It's because I was not ready for Christmas cups at Starbucks and Thanksgiving to be fucking next week already. Oh, I'm so happy. I've already put Christmas lights up. Have you really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I want to extend that season as long as I can because it's the only happiness I'm going to get. Hey, little buddy. Oh, wow. I was just talking about oh, losing my wow. job. Oh, wow. Lots oh, of body change. He used to be a butterfly. Well, um, I think it's time to wrap up this hostful podcast. No, let's just keep going. Five-hour podcast! No, that, that mm. you're just basically... It's, we're not an energy drink. I, I had one at 3 o'clock, and it is working. It's magic right now. I got, I got about an hour 45 before I crash. What, Jonah? Let's hear what he's saying. I'm trying to think of something. When's this going up? It's probably Thursday. Friday. Friday. Well, you want to promote something? I don't think I got anything. Mm, I don't either. I'll be performing in Nashville and Chicago the first two weeks of Chicago. December. Nash. Chicago. Oh, I got my episode of a mashup coming up. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, uh, it's good. On the episode is me and Tom Segura, uh, who is one of my favorite comics. And it's, um, it's, the, uh, it's the Friday after... Uh, I believe it's the Friday after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. So Thanksgiving, yeah. then that Friday. I think so. So that'd be November thirtieth, everybody. No, that would be. I so lied so much. That would be my birthday, November twenty third, maybe. Here we go. Where are we bowling this year? I have to decide if I'm going to stay in town or not. Oh, okay. I mean, we could use one of the four bowling alleys in your new house. Yep. <laughs> well, or we could go to the tennis arena. The mm. tennis arena. It was to be between that or a helipad, and I was like, you know. Well, I mean, what's nice is you can have your servant take down the net and land the helicopter. No, my servant's a dolphin. He doesn't have prehensile fingers. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. 27th. November 27th is uh, when my mashup airs. That's actually not a Friday. That's That's a a Thursday. Thursday? Is that when the show is on? It's a Thursday. Tuesday. Thanksgiving's the 22nd. He said 27th. 27th? Oh. At 5. BBC. Yeah, that's that's right. Tuesday. I know that because I'm hosting Attack of the Show on the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. Canceled. Enjoy it. It's weird. I thought uh, the warrant. Are you upset that's not on a Friday? No, I just thought that's when the show aired. I haven't really been paying attention. We're trying some fun stuff with the schedule. Let's leave this Friday open for something Chris Hardwick's in. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. So if that show goes. That's your show. Yeah, and the podcast ends. <laughs> no, 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 not necessarily. But like, <laughs> that would be your full time gig. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be in the office every day working on that show. I don't. I don't know if you're familiar with Chris Hardwick, but a long time ago <laughs> he stopped drinking and started working. No, 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 no. But like, I wonder if like because this is your show and this is a, something that you helped develop. Yes. And like, uh, wouldn't it be in your best interest to just be in the offices? No, and- but I guess the re- the re- the reason that I answered their question that way is because um, I don't think it's going to be like a f- forty-five a week 
a 45 week a year of show. You're not getting $45 a week? Like if it, gets, Alex. if it gets picked up, you know, it'll probably be like 10 episodes, you but know, like so, within those, but within, within that, that time, schedule, would, then, you, would you be in the production offices? Yes. Or would you just kind of just kind of come in and well, it would be, it would be back and forth. It would You're probably be, I would probably me. be writing in because my office now is at, is at legendary. Yeah. Yeah. And so but it's always so nice to be inside the office. Yeah, it but, is. But but there but I also like to write separately, too. And then kind of like, yeah, I like bringing an idea. I like to like, hey, let's you know, here's some ideas. And now, now let's all bounce a bunch of ideas around. And, you know, so I imagine you probably do like daily meetings for that thing. Probably. Well, I'm guessing it would be leading up to the show, like the three days leading up to the show. Yeah. You'd want to be in there. You'd, you'd, you'd basically be sifting. You'd probably be sifting through information in a five-day week. You'd probably be sifting through information the first two days and then the three days leading up to the show, like really yeah. hammering out. Because a show like this, the way that it, has I, to be a the way that it works is that you you just have to have a solid structure in place. And you know that like this is this segment, this is this segment, this is this segment. Mm-hmm. It's kind of modular in that way. Yeah. And then this, if it's a live show, the news of the week all of a sudden becomes the pie filling mm-hmm. that you then fill the structure in with. So you you really, it's really just finding what those things are and filling your structure in. And yeah. that really has to happen to be relevant that as a live show, that has to happen like a few days prior so that everything's current. Are you going to do packages that you'll be in? Um, not for the pilot. Yeah. Not for the pilot, no. You should do a Skyfall sketch that I'm in. That was a great sketch. Thanks. Yeah, it was good. I forgot to get back I to it. I love that traveling. sketch. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, it was good. Pajama lamps. Pajama lamps. Fucking great. That was a lot of fun. I tried to I tried to get them to let me put that on the Nerdist channel. Yeah, and then they put it on YouTube. Well, at least they put it up. Yeah. That was the important thing. Yeah. Anyway. I, I just, I wanted it because I knew that, I mean, I don't know how long the JOTS, <laughs> the G4 YouTube channel is going to be up. Oh, I should probably I, I rip wonder, off some of my here's what I, stuff. Here's, here's what I wonder. Like, when are they going to purge the system and just all of those attacks? When is Comcat, when is NBC going to jam its finger down its throat and throw and up just, all of G4's no, programming? Just, like, purge it. Like, I wonder if, like, you can... just taking you up can, space can on Can you go back in Daisy and get old Talk Soup episodes? I don't mm-hmm. know. I think no, you can. you can't, actually. Oh, you mean in the system yeah. here yeah. in the... Um, they must have them somewhere because they got. I've looked at stuff on Daisy on E from a long time ago. Yeah, I've looked at old old stuff too, but I feel like that not everything. I feel like they, Daisy's the archive. They're just gonna. Yeah. Pur- I feel like they're gonna purge the system at some point, and they're gonna. They would have to because there's no reason to keep all that stuff. Yeah, they would put it somewhere on a you know on discs and they put it in the underground vault. Hopefully, yep. Not that we'd ever need it, but sometimes you want to see. What happened when Kevin and Olivia put on fat suits? <laughs> well, oh, fashion. the internet got mad. That's what happened. That's right. <laughs> uh, we got to have Kevin on to talk about it. I'd love his take on the whole thing. Oh, but, I would love to hear it. Um, all right. So we'll get Kevin Pereira soon. That's it. That's the end of this episode. Already? All right. Yeah. It really felt like no time flew by. 6745. Oh, gross. We gave him too much. <laughs> yeah. It's not 6745 anymore. You don't deserve this much. It's always 6745 somewhere. Chris, I'd like you to go ahead and cut out at least two minutes of podcast. Starting now. No, start before. Before now? Yeah, I want to give them 65. All right. Enjoy your burrito, unless it's a Guy Fieri's All-American Restaurant Cock Punch. Uh, <laughs> that guy can fuck up anything. Oh. In, in that case, enjoy your Bernito. Uh, listen, if you need me to come to your house and review gadgets, I'm available December 22nd. <laughs> Just pay him his day rate. Yep. Which is a nickname. Well, I'm sure you just saved a bunch of money, so you'll be okay. I gave a bunch to my parents. Oh, that's so sweet.
It was sweet when I had a job. Oh. Uh, anyway. You have a job right now. Enjoy your burrito. I am enjoying it. Thanks. It's got no tortilla, though. <laughs> Till Saturday. Enjoy your naked burrito. Oh, Saturday. I'm going to eat so many fucking Cake Boss cakes. Cake Boss. He now sells cakes at Ralph's. <laughs> I'm just so... I'm almost just thinking about ending it like right there. He also sells cakes at Ralph's. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. I'm Shimol Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost. But now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.